Rosie, do you have a savings account? Yeah, I have a PSB Monster Saver account. Roar! The bank gave me $5 when they opened it, and I get $5 every year on my birthday. Wow, you get money from your bank on your birthday? That's awesome! I also get to pick a treasure from the Monster Vault every time I make a deposit at the People's Savings Bank. A treasure every time? I'm going to talk to my mom about a Monster Saver account, too. Roar at People Savings Bank. Visit any of our People Savings Bank's locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke to start a Monster Saver account for your kids or grandkids today. Member FDIC. What's going on, DNH Nation? Tad Brace alongside my partner Travis Kiewit here from DNH Loose Change. What's going on, Travis? We have hit the month of May. And it's going to be a glorious month. This month is going to fly by. Uh, yeah. And, well, it's either going to fly by <laughs> or it's going to drag, drag on. on. Right. Um, but either way, we're in the month of May and it's. It's time to start wrapping some things up. Yeah, it's it's a busy one for a lot of people, and being part of the transportation sector of DNH, we have gotten inundated with uh, field trips, buses. I mean, every grade's going somewhere, which is awesome because that means we're coming out of the COVID funk. And but it, it's just uh, there's a lot of things going on every day. We're we're checking the board to see what's going on, which is good for for the students and stuff and it, it's good to see that and have good weather now and hopefully from here on out yeah i'm i think as we approach summer it's just a whole different mindset mm-hmm. from the last few years it's uh it's kind of a more of a relaxed there's less tension we can actually go out to a baseball game and not worry about getting it yanked from us we can go watch district track was that is that tomorrow the district the conference is tomorrow. Conference, yep, tomorrow. And then a week from Thursday is uh, district track, and then the week after that is state track. Yeah, so again, we just have a lot to celebrate right now, um, but it is busy. It is incredibly busy, especially at the high school region. So. Yep, yep, good busy, though. That's yep. A good busy. Like always, as always, seen our students out there uh, competing or, you know, performing. Uh, we had the band and vocal concert last night. Got to live stream it. If you uh, didn't get a chance to see it or anything, it's still up on our DNH Wolverines uh, YouTube page. You can go back and watch that. They did an amazing job. So yeah, we'll have eighth grade promotion coming up here towards the middle of the month. Um, just a, there's yeah, graduation. Yeah, it's it's that time. I don't. I've already been. I've already hit up a few graduation yeah, parties. Been some open houses. Get, yeah, it's that barbecued pulled pork season i love it I, and I can't get enough of it if uh people are having open houses and stuff cake balls oh yes just if you go with cake balls you're not going to go wrong what kind of cake ball is your favorite i, I like the vanilla i do I, too a lot of people you know they're into ch- i like vanilla i like vanilla over chocolate yep um i like the lemon ones too um N- not so much for me I like them both. I'm not going to lie. I like them all. But uh, <laughs> Thanks for not lying. Woodley, have you had hers? Oh, they are amazing, yes. Oh, yeah. I So quick story with that is um, they dropped off some um, in the uh, winter time when we were doing a broadcast for a basketball game, and it happened to be the night that I was going solo because Will, my partner, was running the concession stand for cross country or track, whatever. And so they brought up uh, four cake balls and I, you know, I, two were for me and then I, you know, there was nobody else. So I ended up taking them home and then I found out they were, were supposed to be for Will. And so he made me feel bad that I took his, but then I also found out that he got some. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and I found it in a a text or something where I wasn't supposed to find out about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Susie Woodley's cake balls. Uh, I don't. 
There's none better. They're good. Very good. If you she sells them sometimes around holiday time, you want to impress some people, talk to her. Yep, they're good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That graduation season, man. I'm, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, every place I go, that's the first thing I look for. Yeah, I know. But I, when I go to places and I see scotch trees, I'm like, oh, that's not you my don't favorite. like scotch. I like them, but they're not my favorite. Really? Yeah. Uh, but I love Scotcheroos. Uh, and Scotcheroos has many different like variables or different levels. Like you can have a bad Scotcheroo, which is still good, or you can have a really good Scotcheroo, like Burnett Dove. I was gonna say type of Scotcheroo. If I have Scotcheroos, it's gonna be Burnett's. Oh my gosh. That those are the ones that I'll eat, you know, like no complaints at all. Yep. Uh, if I walk into an open house and I see Burnett Dove there with Scotcheroos and Susie Woodley with her uh, cake balls. Game over. You're not walking out of there. No, that, that's a good one. Hopefully that's a four-hour open house. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you're going Joey Joey uh, Chestnut, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the hot dog guy. Yeah. Chugging them in water and like. Yeah. <laughs> hammering as many as I can. Yep, there you go. All right, well, um, we have some cool guests joining us later tonight. We've got Jillian Buter, um, Girls Golf, and then we have Taylor Kuali. Uh She's going to talk a little bit of track, and then we're going to end with softball with her. And then we also have Alana Corwin coming in. Uh, we were tipped off that she was um, – she achieved a pretty big goal of hers, and we can't wait to share more about that with you. Um, but right now you're going to want to join in to, to hear more about that. So, yep, this should be a good group. And I would like to give a, uh, show opening shout out to our newest, uh, sponsor here at the DNH loose change, uh, Ubin building supply right here in Dyke, Iowa. Uh, talked to them earlier in the week and, uh, they graciously, uh, agreed to uh, help sponsor the, the podcast um, since they did it just this week, we haven't really come up with a, a, a commercial or anything for them yet, a PSA, but I uh, wanted to give them uh, their props for helping out the, the podcast here and the Booster Club as well. Um, all that money raised goes right towards our podcast equipment and uh, right back to our students uh, through the Booster Club. So really ap- appreciate Ubin Building Supply and only have two more spots left. Yeah. So we're only taking five because we don't want to turn this podcast into a huge infomercial. Yeah, so. absolutely. And, and I think anytime I've done a home improvement project, it, it requires at least two or three trips to Ubens. Just and I, I'll go in there. I just look around. They they have more stuff than than you think. They do. They really do. There's a little bit of everything in yeah. there, and it's just a nice local hardware shop. I mean, they they do a, a lot for the community of Dyke. So. Yep, and them, talk. Go ahead. Give them a big shout out. I mean, yep. it's 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 a nice, convenient place to go. Yep, and talk to uh, Rod and and Larry there on uh, earlier this week, and I uh, had great discussions with them, and so it should be a, a good partnership uh, for the rest of this this year, this summer, and then into next year. So, yep, and we look forward to uh, getting your PSA out there when that time comes. It'll probably be on next week. Would be my yeah, guess. yeah. It'll be on there next week for sure. And uh, stick around, everyone. We've got some great interviews. All right, we are here tonight with our first interview, Jillian Buter. How we doing, Buter? I'm good. Doing very well. Yep. All right, and Jillian's joining us uh, tonight. She's going to talk about um, the golf, the girls' golf team. And before we jump into that, Jillian, can you give us a little background information about yourself? What grade you're in, family, where you live, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm a junior. I have. One brother, he's a freshman in college. Um, I live in Cedar Falls. I go to Dyke New Hartford, obviously. <laughs> um, 
My brother plays baseball at Kirkwood. Parents? My mom is Shelly Buter and my dad is Tony Buter. And I actually know Shelly's from the Ryan, Manchester area too, so the cool nick of the woods. Wow. Back and, in the day. And I've been to their house before. Really? You know, we had a little grill out, or at, and I shouldn't say a grill out, it was a Chick-fil-A out last year for baseball when we qualified for the state tournament. Uh, Buters uh, hosted a little get-together for the baseball team, so we went there and had some Chick-fil-A and love the pond. Yeah. It's a very cool place, <laughs> and it's nice and secluded, and if people don't know, I'm not a much of a, a people person, so your location would be perfect just nice. There's a lot of trees. You can do your own thing to get to the house. There's quite of a, a nice little driveway. Perfect. Yeah, that's, that's right up your alley. That, that that would be a great spot to also live. if you got if you guys have an extra room, Reese's room is available. Okay, maybe yes. What have you done with that room? It's just empty. Well, he has his stuff is in there. Like he's a bed. But is it a bigger room than yours? No. Okay. Nice. I was gonna say I was wondering if the switch switch was done. See you later, Reese. <laughs> Slide right in in there. That seems to happen <laughs> once every. That's like a rite of passage, you know. Right. When the oldest one moves out, the the next oldest takes yep. that bedroom. <laughs> All right, let's talk golf now, Jillian. Um, so you are a junior right now, and uh, I I happen to watch the updates and things like that on Twitter and kind of follow along. Um, Fox Ridge can be a tricky golf course. What is your favorite hole at Fox Ridge? Like, what's the hole if, if you're struggling, you get to this hole, you're like, finally. Um, on the front nine, probably number eight. It's got a bunker to the right and one in front of the green, but it's pretty much straightforward. Okay, so when you when you get there, it's like, uh, what are you what are you gonna tee off with? Uh, is it what par is it? It's a par four. Par I'll tee off with the driver, aim to the left side of the fairway because there's bunkers on the right. Okay, so there you go. I mean, she's already got it figured out. Now, what's your worst, like your worst nightmare? What hole do you try to avoid if you like, right? Mentally, you sigh of relief when you get done yeah. with it. Well, there's a few, but um, <laughs> probably number three. It's a par five uphill. You know, that's a long par. Yeah, five. that's yeah. a long one. And there's there's a for me there's always the option of hitting a car that goes by. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're a slicer or not. I, you're probably a way better golfer than I am, <laughs> but I have to make sure that the road is clear before I tee off. Yeah, three is a tough one, and yeah. especially if the wind's in your face. Yeah, I've golfed, I've played it so many times, and I can never hit it on the fairway all all <laughs> the way to the hole. It's always got to be in the trees or out of bounds or something. I think I beg, like, I have begged to find my ball, like, between the out of bounds and the and the road there, just so uh -huh. I don't have to lose 36 golf balls right. uh, in the fifth hole, or the third hole, I mean. Yeah, those are, uh, you've got, how many years have you, well, I'm COVID again. Did you go out freshman year then? Yep, I went out. Okay, so you've gone at least two years. Um, how does Fox Ridge Golf Course compare to other courses that you've you guys have competed on? As far as um, how nice it is and how tough it is. Um, it's probably one of the nicer ones in our conference, at least. Um, but it it is. Definitely very hard yeah. compared to other ones. There's a few tough ones out there, but I personally think it's just like a head game. Like you get in your head because it's your home course, but it is definitely a pretty tough course. And when you guys golf uh, at golf meets, is it nine holes or is it 18? I can't remember. Does it bounce back and forth? Because I know, you know, here at DNH, we have an 18 hole golf course where some of the other ones, you know, are a little bit older golf courses. So they're only nine holes. Is What's the format most of the time? Um, well, in conference meets, it's just nine holes, but y you can play in tournaments, which would be 18 holes, but conference and then like the first, second, third round to go to state are all 18 holes. Okay. All 18 holes. And I think um, we host, don't we? Do, do I know the boys, I think, are here. Are the girls here as well or just um, no, do they we, split up? I think we hosted last year, maybe. The boys okay. are definitely here for conference and then we i don't 
We we're in Roland Story our first round, and oh. we're in Sumner okay. for conference. Okay, so they do split you guys up. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, it's probably a long. How long does a um, golf meet last? Um, two to three hours, depending on how fast your group moves okay. for nine holes. How many uh, golf balls do you usually <laughs> lose per zero? Nine? Come on. Um, hopefully zero. I haven't lost one in a little while, but it <laughs> can be difficult. Well, a little while for me is like a half hour. <laughs> right, so. right. <laughs> I make sure I have like two or three sleeves ready to go yeah, just exactly. in case. And I'm not using any title as Pro V ones. Uh, it's like top right. flight. And I'm also the guy that's looking for other ones <laughs> yeah. because I, n- I need a replacement already. <laughs> All right, Max, fly. Right. And here at, at Fox Ridge, there's, there's quite a few uh, water holes as well. So mm-hmm. not only can you lose it over the road, but you can also lose it in the water. And once it goes in, if it's not right by the side, it's gone. It it is gone. It is it's gone. Like I like to. I've seen a show actually before where they go and harvest golf balls out of like water hazards. That looks like an insane job. Yeah, too. that would be kind of fun. I'd kind of just like to see what would come out of here at Fox Ridge. I know a few people that have, have dove in there and given it a shot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. So, Jillian, what, you know, at, at the end of your nine holes, especially here at Fox Ridge in the front nine, what kind of scores are we going to see from you on a daily basis? Um, at Fox Ridge, mm-hmm. probably like mid to low 40s. But, you know, there's always those oddball ones. You yeah, know, like a great 33, you know, 32. Oh, right, yeah, right. Those sure. Those odd ones. Yeah, yeah. that's... I know I shoot that all the time. Usually that's how many I'm over par. <laughs> <laughs> and, and mine is usually, uh, as soon as I shoot that, then I turn off my Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Tiger Woods is I amazing. Just, I just tee it back <laughs> up again, and we're just going to forget that one here. And... Right. Okay, so mid, mid, low to mid-40s, very good. And what club do you prefer? Like out of, out of every club in your bag, what's your favorite? Pitching wedge. Me too. I, I love when I can lob it up high mm-hmm. and put it wherever you want. I can't do that, but I can imagine yeah. that would feel awesome. Yep. I can't do that I, for some reason. Well, one, I, I don't play in the fairway enough probably, but two, I, I the fairways look so nice, and I, I just don't want to take a big chunk out of <laughs> the grass, but I know that I need to. And here, yeah, I'm not very smart. Uh, everybody, Tad knows that. Um. I'm not going to come to your defense on that one. Like with the pitching wedge, for some reason, I always thought that you hit the ground first before the ball, and it went nowhere. So every once in a while, I'll get lucky and hit the ball, and it like looks really cool. Yeah. Wow, look at that thing. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that thing got over 10 feet in the air. <laughs> All right. Um, so what club is the one that you probably need to work on the most? Um, probably my seven wood. It's fairly new in my bag. I got it like... I didn't even know they made those. Yeah, I didn't either until I got, <laughs> I got it. Um, <laughs> but I don't hit it very often and it's kind of a difficult club to hit, so... Okay, so aside from the seven wood, what would your, like a typical irons driver or butter? Um, that I need to work on? Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of them, but... Uh, it doesn't sound like that with the scores. I think you're. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think you're selling I, yourself short a little bit because if well, confidence. Yeah, I've got serious problems then. Yeah. <laughs> Probably my driver. There's like I have on and off nights, but it needs to be more consistent. I well, nine times out of ten, I will slice that thing farther to the right than I will hit it long. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know why, but. It's just what I do, I guess. How about your game? What 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 do you hang your hat on? You're good off the tees. You're good around the greens. Good on the greens. Um, I mean, fifty in, hundred in. Hundred in, probably. Yeah. Hundred to yeah, hundred in. That's in, when I hit my pitching wedge. There you go. There. Mm-hmm. And do you like the sand traps? Well, do they not bother you. Do they? Some people. I mean, I try not to hit them, but when I do, <laughs> when I do, I mean, you got to make it count, right? Yeah, hopefully I get it out on yeah. the first try. I mean, yeah. it's always go play in the sand a little I bit. I didn't the other day, actually. <laughs> it wasn't very good. <laughs> Where were you guys at? Home. Oh, at home. It was number two. Oh, okay. Little number two. 
which which is like the that. hardest hole handicap wise. It is at Fox Ridge. I did not know that. Yep, hole number two. You wouldn't think it, but it it's mm-hmm. longer. It plays longer than what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I I've golfed out here a few different times. I just don't golf that often, so I'm not that familiar with the different uh, lengths of the course yeah. or lengths of the holes. So, um, who's the best for like? The person that's going to keep your spirits up the most, if you get paired up with someone on your team, who's that person? Um, I've played with Marn Bixby. Mm-hmm. She's definitely, it's her first year golfing, so she's just, Happy-go-lucky. Yep. yep. She's fun to play with. Um, I've never golfed with Whitney, but she's definitely the, um, she doesn't put a whole lot of, like, stress on herself. So she's got an open mind, and she's fun to play with, too. That's good. I uh, I was that guy that people wanted to be paired up with because no matter how bad they <laughs> right, played. Right. Yeah, At least I'm play. not that guy. Yeah, exactly. Do you see how bad Tad played over there? <laughs> well, I didn't get an eight like that guy did. <laughs> Pick it up after 10 in high school, right? Right. Uh, is there, there, there isn't a rule like that, is there? Um, Some. I mean, is it after eight? Doesn't, our team doesn't play that rule, but like. You like go to schools and they will say, once you hit seven, you can pick it up and take it to the green and then play three. Then you get three plus and it's automatic 10. Some people say, oh, wow. pick it up at 10. It's usually when their scores won't really count because that's not really fair. Sure, right. right. Well, well, on the JV squad at East Buchanan in the Tri Rivers Conference, we they had circle 10. Just you hit yeah. ten, pick it up. Are you you're yeah. serious? You really did play? I really did, yeah. Oh, I thought you were just joking. No, I would I was actually a mid mid forties uh player. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but why well, we'd go to any away course and I would be terrible. Just absolutely horrible. My parents had a membership at Buffalo Creek. So I'd go out there in the summer and just hang out and Is there any video? I, if there is, you don't want to see it. I I feel <laughs> like I want to see this. Oh man. Um, but I, yeah, I lost my fair share of golf balls there as well. So <laughs> <laughs> did find a snapping turtle in the creek once there though. So, oh my gosh. Okay. Didn't even have to trick it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, as we get past Travis's right. silliness here, um, what are sectionals and districts? Um, well, our conference meets on Monday and then we play, I think every Monday after that. So we'll play next Monday for the first round in Roland Story. And then we'll see if we move on from there. All right. And is it, and I'm not, you can you can move on as an individual and or a team, correct? Mm-hmm. You, do you know how that works? Or I, I can't remember if it's top two, top three, if the host school wins and it's like the next two I yeah it's if the host team is in the top something then they then you, they take a third team okay because it's like their home course or whatever but it's usually top two and then for individual you have to shoot a certain score I don't know what the score is at Roland Story but okay you just have to shoot a, shoot right. a certain score okay I'm, we didn't have golf when I was in in uh, high school and yeah, tennis though well and actually the golf course was uh, a field really yep when i grew up uh, and a quick fact on 7th street there with all those condos that used to be a huge ditch and so we'd ride our bikes we had a trail in that ditch and it was deep and we'd ride that trail and we'd come popping up onto 7th street that's awesome yep but it used that's to be cool. all cornfield and then way back in the day and i, and I don't People say I'm making this up, but I swear that when this was probably like when I was a senior, 90, 91, 92, somewhere around there, Mike Anderson came over with the plans for the golf course. Like before it was even a thought, it was already like planned out. I I don't know. Maybe I'm dreaming that. Nobody else can confirm that. So, but that was just one of those weird things I remember. Okay. All right. Anyways, Jillian, it's that time of the night where we are going to ask you a random question of the day. Are you ready for it? Yep. Okay. So what is your favorite holiday? 
your birthday doesn't count, by the way, but what is your favorite holiday? I love Christmas, but I also love St. Patrick's Day. Really? Yep. Okay. And between those two, which one you choosing? You get one. St. Patrick's Day. Really? Yep. Okay. Why? Because it's the start of spring, and it's starting to get warm, and I'm Irish. So. Okay. How, how Irish are you? 25 to 50%. Okay, Ish. I feel like you just kind of pulled that out, but all right. Yeah, that's a <laughs> <laughs> <I was> guess. <laughs> what about you, Travis? That's a good guess. Uh, I'm zero percent Irish. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm a little bit, but I don't know for po- I don't know for. But sure. I'm a hundred percent American. Yeah, and and that's why I choose July Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. Independence Day, baby. Oh. No, I pick July Fourth. I, I, I like the summer. It's a nice summer holiday. Pretty much the only one. You know, you have Memorial Day, but it still could be chilly, and Labor Day, then school kicks in, and, you know, it's kind of a Debbie Downer there. But July 4th is just a rocking, yeah, you know, rocking good time. It's always fun, too. Just a lot of times people get together. You can be outside. You know, a lot of times I run the, go figure, I run the music for the fireworks. Here, the, here in town? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, like a small school, like out at somebody's farm. Okay. But they'll put DJ Scribbles on it, and there I'll come go. up with a playlist for for a little Americana. I like it. I like it. What about it. you, Tad? What do you got? Um, I think Thanksgiving. I like being, it's kind of the first holiday where you're back around your family quite a bit. Um, you get to be, you know, talking football with your the guys in your family. When I was growing up, all the all the ladies would get together and they'd have all the ads out back when they would actually oh, yeah. go to the stores. But right. um, now it's just we just all hang out later and uh, enjoy each other's company and catch up. Especially, you know, life comes faster when you're an adult than it does when you're younger. So true that. I, it's just nice to get together with everybody. I like it. Good one. All right, well, thank all you. are good. I do enjoy uh, St. Patrick's Day as well. Yeah. Did you dress up this year? No. Then that can't be. Okay. I wasn't with my family, so that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> Was well, I wore like a flashing St. Patrick's Day necklace? I had a hat, sure. Oh, all right. I did wear green. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> you are Irish, so yeah. Yep, that should count for something, right? I guess. I guess we'll give it to you. <laughs> all right. Well, Jillian, we just want to thank you for joining us tonight, and best of luck with the rest of the golf season. Thank you. Reineke Construction is a family-owned business right here in the D&H School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Reineke Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at 319-239-6256 or r-e-i-n-c-o-n-s-t at gmail.com. Reineke Construction. Measure twice, cut once. Okay, we are back and we have... Taylor Qualley joining us in the studio tonight. Taylor, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Um, and Taylor's here to talk softball with us tonight. But before we jump into the softball side of things, um, why don't you give us a little background information about yourself? Um, yeah, like you said, my name is Taylor Qualley. Um, I'm a junior, and my parents are Tina and Neil Qualley, and I have an older sister named Paige. Um, I run track and cross country here at Dyke New Hartford, and then I also play basketball and play softball. So a busy person pretty yep. much all the way around. 
how many times I think about this a lot. Now, I shouldn't say that. I don't think about it a lot, but I do think about it because my name's all different too. How many times do they mispronounce your last name? About every time almost. Like it's, and it's always different. <laughs> it's never the same pronunciation. So. Is, is that, I mean, do you get a kick out of it? I mean, yeah, there's some people get some offended, but... Do you have a favorite like mispronunciation? Yeah. Um, one time they said Crayley because they thought the V was an R. Oh, but <laughs> that's that's a whole nother nice. level. Yeah. Of, yeah. I don't know. I think when you moved here and it was it eighth grade. Yeah, you it came? was eighth grade. I was like Cavail, Cavail. Yeah. Yeah, but we're good. Yeah, I was. Yeah. My my best one that I've ever had because it became kind of a running joke. You know, like in basketball, you know, they introduce you yeah. and stuff like that. So. We'd always get a kick out of what was going to come out of somebody's mouth. And uh, the best one that I ever had was Kiwi tea. For, I, I don't know how they got it, but it it was awesome. We just yeah. started cracking up. But. Good. All right. Way to get you pumped up before basketball game, yeah. right? Yeah, super excited. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to it every game. All right. So um, <laughs> just kind of getting back into it here, Taylor. What? Obviously, you're a busy person. You know, you were on the state championship basketball team um what what motivates you to compete in athletics like what is it that you you pull from every day to compete um I definitely think that I'm really fortunate for the things that I've like been gifted and I just think that there's a lot of people that don't have the same abilities as me and so I try to like use them to as best as I can just to show them off not show them off but really just showcase myself well Okay, so just kind of making the best out of what you're given, and yeah, it's a good way to go about it. Yep, yeah. yep, I agree with that. It's sometimes people take it for granted, yeah, and they don't fulfill, you know, the whole thing. It's like when I first started teaching in Hudson, uh, we had some students that would come through, and I'm like, well, you're, you know, you're pretty good, and this and that, and the other thing, and next thing you know, they're not putting forth the effort and stuff, and then they leave school. And for some crazy reason, uh, they come back and you see them in the weight room and you're like, what's going on? You you hated this place as a junior and a senior. Well, yeah, you were right. You know, yeah. it's like, Ugh. where were you come at? On, right, yeah. right. Come on. Yeah. That's what actually motivates me to stay in shape too, Taylor. So this is my, my athletic ability. <laughs> With that 10-yard yeah. sprint to the fridge? Yeah. Oh, sometimes it's 12, depending on if I'm in the couch or the recliner. Well, I did see you did have some athleticism today. I saw you in the lounge and sh- he had three Hertz donuts. I like did not. juggling all he had all three of them going and they like the frostings were barely even touching. That takes a lot. I was like that's some <laughs> Okay. I like that's some talent. I was I was a Chinese today. What's the next question? <laughs> I'm not, honestly, I did not have three donuts. I'm going to pride myself on that, but but I think someone did have some Chinese. Yeah, I had, I did have a donut and a half. Okay. All right. Anyways, sorry. Um, so, being a gifted athlete, um, what is some people? What is something that people don't know about you that you kind of wish they would? Um, what do you possess, or what's a trait that you have that you wish people knew more about? Um, I think a lot of people don't really recognize that. I would say I'm a pretty good leader, and I think that. Just really like the energy around like the teams that I've been a part of and like just been really so fortunate to have great kids around me that I really tried my best to always be a good role model for like the younger kids and I really hope to like be just somebody that they look up to and I don't know. I think it's cool to be like the the best one that you can be and just be a good person to everybody and I think that helps out a lot. That does. Yep, and I, and I would agree with exactly what you said because on the court – basketball track whatever pretty much have a smile on your face the whole time and you know if it's not going your way yeah so what you just kind of keep rolling with the punches and and um so that's always good to see i always frown i don't frown upon but i you know you have those those good athletes and they turn it the other way they're slamming the court they're you know talking back to the refs they're doing this and that and it's like come Palms on up. just yeah. right right just play the game there's no need for all that right yeah just right. have fun with it nope i think you you do a good job with that do you have any hobbies or anything any interests that people might not know um i really like to paint i'm not the best painter but i like to do it to as a stress reliever sometimes i really like to do that or i really like to make playlists a lot of them a lot of different <laughs> moods i have playlists for um 
I really like, let's see, I mean shopping. That's another <laughs> another thing I can't go without. But Are you um, an online shopper or are you like, I got to go? Are you going to target like every other day? Um, I wouldn't say that often, but I definitely like to go to the stores. I think it's more fun to like get it in person because you have the experience with it. So, sure. Old yeah. school, I guess. What kind of painting do you do? Um, all types. Um, usually it's like sunsets, stuff like that. I don't know. F- Easy finger stuff. Finger painting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I try to stick to like canvases or like just easier things because usually I don't like to clean up after I make the mess. Right. So. Do you keep them? Yeah, I keep some of them. Otherwise, I gift a few of them to like my friends and stuff. But well, That's cool. Yeah. I, last night on the Roku channel... I discovered a Bob Ross, 24 hours Bob yeah. Ross, and I watched two episodes last night. <laughs> that a boy. That guy, he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he is. Happy little tree over here. And yeah, and the best part was he'd, he'd take the two-inch paint, paintbrush, and a lot of people don't use it because it's so big, but it, it, it's really good You know, if you use it the right way. And so he made some trees and whatnot, and then he went to change the color, and he dipped it into water or whatever the solution is, and then he just went to town on his easel, just just slammed it. He's like, oh, you got to let some aggression out once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just hammer that thing all the time. But I don't know if I've ever seen that guy upset before, all that aggression um, yeah, he's got. I, yeah, so happy. <laughs> yeah. That's good, though. I, I was not gifted at all with any type of artistry. Yeah. And I would, th- that's something I wouldn't have known about you either, I wouldn't uh, being have. a painter. So very cool. Yeah. All right, so where does softball rank in your sports life? Is it one of your favorites? Is it just a fun hobby? Yeah, it's kind of always been, like, my top sport. I think it kind of came easy to me as a younger kid, so obviously you're going to think, oh, that's the easiest. Like, I feel like that should be my favorite. But, like, through the years I put so much, like, time and effort into it and gone to countless tournaments and had hours and hours of practice that I just think that, it's really important in my life, just like how I developed as like a person. It's taught me a lot, so I would say it's probably my favorite sport still. Yeah, we've talked about both baseball and softball, how it it's a game of failures, yeah. and it teaches you really quick <laughs> how yeah, to how to deal with failure, and and it's one of the tougher sports, you know, out there, and, and to you know keep failing, but yet keep showing up and loving the sport is that yeah. says something about somebody. So. If you're in a slump, you're, you know, 0 for 12 or 0 for 10, um, what are... Are we talking about Taylor or you now? <laughs> I feel like. Well, I, I... 0 for 10 is not a slump for me, okay? That's, oh. just, a, that's just a walk in the park. Oh. Regular week. Yeah, it's just a, <laughs> just two days worth of games right there. Um, no, but what... If you're in a slump for you, and that might not be 0 for 10, but... Um, what do you kind of remind yourself of or what do you think of to kind of help you get away from that um I really try to like reassure myself that like I'm a good enough player and like I'll get out of it and you can start the season off 0 for 10 and then be heck like 20 for 30 and still be right up there with the best and it's all about just like keeping your mindset strong and like not worrying about it too much because at the end of the day it worries like or it matters more how nice of a person you are like your grades in the long run it's like the game is just going to help you. It's not going to define you, who you are. Right. And that's very true. What you're saying right now, I think, is so underrated. And I don't think that many athletes truly understand that. So you, you take a very level-headed approach um, to athletics, and I appreciate that a lot. Um, softball practice just started Monday, am I correct? Yep. Okay. How's it? How are the first few days going? I think really well. I think... We knocked the rust off pretty early, and I just think getting back into it right now before we really start games is really going to help a lot of our girls because not a lot of them play a lot of off-season softball. So I just think getting the team together and working on our team chemistry is going to be huge before we play a game. Very true. And you're still on track, obviously, so yep. you're kind of working both Double, sides. double dipping. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you probably don't have a lot of free time right now, do you? Nope, not a lot. Not a lot. Was that... You that I saw after the track meet Monday yep. night after at Monday, the yeah. dusk of like barely could see even anything. Yeah, the sun was setting and it was after our meet at AP on Monday and I was just really like excited and had all this adrenaline. So I had my softball stuff in my car and I went to the field and hit like three <laughs> buckets and then went home and ate dinner. Because <laughs> yeah, I was still putting buses away and stuff and I hear a you know it sounds like somebody's hitting. I'm like what the you know I'm looking at the sky and it's 
getting dark and yep. I'm like, I think that's Taylor's vehicle up there. Yep, I was at the cages. <laughs> that's awesome. But th- those are the qualities of a good athlete right. and uh, someone who's driven. <laughs> that's very cool. And I'm sure uh, Coach Ullman probably really appreciates seeing people like that yeah. um, leading your program here. So speaking of Coach Ullman, how fun is it to play for her? She seems like a pretty loose, easy person to get along with. What's What's it like? She's definitely really energetic and I think brings a lot of like charisma to the team and really wants everybody to succeed. She's not just for the varsity, even though she's the head like coach. And I think she really benefits everybody just with her positivity. She started a new thing this year. We call it like mental mindset. And we just sit before like every practice, it's like five minutes. And we just like have a topic to think about. And we really put all of our thought and like energy into it for that five minutes and focus on like the topic and what it means to us and what we can do to like better ourselves. I like that as well. And I think um, her as a coach, when you are looking at building a program, being there for not only the varsity, but also the JV and, and middle school, I think that is probably one of the most important qualities a coach can have because you can truly see what you're getting into and um, provide some insight. And you just, your presence is very, very appreciated by those kids too. So yeah, very definitely. cool. So expectations for this year? Um, I definitely think that we're trying to wake some people up on the conference side. We know that a lot of people graduated heavy, so it's really our year to do something big, hopefully, and make a deep run and really just make it known that Declan Hartford has a pretty good softball team too. Very cool. It'll be good, and uh, first games are somewhere around the third week of May, somewhere yeah, around there. I think maybe the couple days after state track gets over, yeah, like I think you're the, right, yeah. in the 20s or something. Yep. Nice. Cross that bridge when we get to it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> first things first. A little early, right? Okay, so last softball-related question here before our random question of the day. Would you rather make a web gem or hit a double? Um, or an extra, I shouldn't say a double, an extra base hit. In, in your position is shortstop, yep. correct? Okay. Um, I would say I'd probably rather hit a double just because running bases is my favorite part of softball. So, I mean, defense is good too. You need defense to win games, but I think it's more fun to cause chaos on the bases. <laughs> I don't know very many people that say running bases is their favorite part, but that is true. Being out there is getting their heads a little bit. Nobody ever worried about me on the bases, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I... I did play first base, though, and probably one of my favorite things, I might have gone, you know, two for four or one for three or whatever, but if I made a nice pick at first base, that was my night right there. Making a nice pick. I don't know why, but when I see a Major League Baseball player make an incredible pick, I love it. Whether it's at third base or first base, digging it, and that's awesome. Well, I think people that play the sport understand how hard it actually is, and, and sometimes they make it look really easy, and it's like, yeah, that wasn't anywhere close to being easy. No. That the was... amount of practice that goes into actually making a smooth pick is yeah, it's a game it's of tough. inches. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's tough. You can just be off by a little bit and just not get it. Well, and and I'm helping out softball this year, and and so I'm kind of new to the whole practices and stuff like that. And one thing the infielders do are are progression and work on all those picks and yep. you know different types of just short, you know, just so when the time comes, yeah, I'm ready to go. I. I watched um, some of the uh, Ron Washington when he he was a infield coach for the Oakland Athletics last year with Marcus Simeon, and he would actually take a fungo and he would stand about three feet four feet away from Marcus Simeon, and he would hit yep. right at him. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it makes you nervous. I would cr- I would cry. Right, you know, it's, right. But it, th- that's the kind of it's, level of of concentration right. that those guys are putting in and. Mental toughness right there. Yep. Okay. You want to talk random question, Travis? Uh, why don't you take this? Uh, okay. I, I read it. I'm not really sure okay, where this so is I'm going, gonna, so I'm going to need some so clarification. A hot take, or a hot take is something that most people agree with. So what is the most overrated food hot take that's out there? So most people say, all right, this is the best food ever, and you're like, no, that's that's a really bad call. Okay. So, okay. So th- just think about that for a second. So what, like here. mainstream really likes? Yeah, like most you want people, something like somebody's like like we're. I'm saying no, that that's not. Ex- yes. that's not a hot take. Yeah, putting salami on a 
peanut butter and jelly sandwich is not a hot take. Right. It, yeah. If that was the case, that's just an example. I don't think that's the hot take. No, the hot, no, that's not a hot take. But <laughs> I, I I hope it's not. Maybe Holy at a Kiwit family no, Christmas no, or Kiwit no. tea. No, I no that no. So do you have any like foods that people love that you're like that's the dumbest thing or? Um, I would say maybe like onion rings or pickles. I don't really like either one of them. You're kidding me. No. Nope. Wow. That I'd is a hot take. Cheese curds. I, I, I do like cheese curds. Yeah, I don't like onions though. Are you a so. Packers fan? Nope. Okay, good. I don't watch NFL, MLB. I'm more of a college because I feel like they just appreciate it more <laughs> when they're not getting paid for it. I like that too, but all right. The, the onion rings of that, I love onion rings and I don't have them very often because you don't get enough. Yes. The yeah. cost is does not it's not proportionate. Right. You need to get uh, a plate of onion rings like you get a plate of fries. Yeah. Then I'm all over it. But uh, no, but yeah. I I do and pickles? Nope, I don't like Like em. any kind of pickle? Nope. You just don't like pickles in general. Yep. Do you know Is it the texture? I, it, I just don't like the way it just Do you like cucumbers? No. Okay, well maybe that's something to do with it. I don't know. This has nothing to do. Well, it has everything to do with pickles, but nothing to do with anything else. Do you know why there's a pickle on your plate? No. Like sometimes they'll have a pickle spear. No. So, what the experts say is you're supposed to eat the pickle first because it wakes up your taste buds. Really. And it makes you enjoy the other food that much better. So, anytime I'm now out and I see a pickle. And it probably came off somebody else's plate because nobody else eats them, yeah. which is kind of gross to think about. But I still eat it. But I, I down that pickle and yeah, yeah. I don't, yep, that that won't be me. <laughs> I'll I'll hope my taste buds are good and awake by themselves. Yeah, yeah just kind of like I don't know, put a piece of gum in or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, my overrated food, the hot take that I disagree with the most is av- avocados. I oh, just don't like good them. One. I. D- People love. I hear people using like avocado toast. Yeah. Like you are an idiot yeah, to put that on toast. I like jelly on my toasts. I like jelly or peanut butter, but yeah. I do not like avocados. Just yeah, I, I can handle a little dose of it, but I don't. I don't understand the whole it's avocado. Slime. But it, then it can be guacamole. Yeah. And back in the day, another story when I was in seventh grade, um, actually, Mr. Beecher, the old superintendent here, he was a student teacher. For Mr. Coin in social studies, and we had uh, around the world, and our group had Mexico, and somebody brought in guacamole, but it was bad, oh, and no. I hammered the guacamole, and then, yeah, then I made a quick visit to the bathroom, and yeah, so that's I rid myself of <laughs> guacamole and avocado. Probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, guacamole is just like mush. It's just sludge. It. it doesn't even I, taste. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I don't know, but sorry if I offended anyone with that, but I feel like more people are going to be mad at you with the pickle thing. Yeah, the pickles and the onion rings. I also don't like oranges, so. I don't like the mess of oranges. I hate yep. peeling them, so I'll give yep. you that one. Mm. I love orange juice. I like oranges. Yeah, okay, so um, Taylor, we really appreciate you coming on tonight and uh, joining us to talk all things DNH, focusing on softball, so best of luck with the track season as it ends and then also with softball as it kicks into gear here this week thank you yeah it'll be fun the dyke new hartford booster club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. And finally, we are here with Alana Corwin tonight joining us 
talk about some really cool things that she's been a part of lately. Alana, how are you? I'm doing well. Very good. Um, Alana, you are a junior right now, correct? I am. Very good. Can you give us a little background information about yourself? So I am a junior. I'm 17. Uh, I will have gone to New to Dyke for 13 years when I graduate. Um, yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, and you were just now. I want to say selected. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and you'll have to correct us here. Do you know anything about? So I did some research on this okay. today, but I still there are going to be some things I'm a little shaky on. Yep. So we actually got an email from Mrs. Nicholson, that you were um, a finalist for the Herbert Hoover Uncommon Student Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did some research on this, and this sounds like a really awesome program, first of all. And it's a big deal. It, like It's a really big deal. So first of all, congratulations. Thank you. But for our listeners, um, what is the Herbert Hoover Uncommon Student Award? So high school juniors can apply to the Herbert Hoover Museum, which is in West Branch over by Des Moines. And you put an application giving an idea for a project that you're going to pitch to them. And then, depending on, 15 people will be selected for 1500 grants. And then, down the road, you also have the chance for a $10,000 scholarship for college. And four out of 15 will get that. And I, so I do, you were a winner then of the $1,500. Am I correct? Yes. So now does that go to a scholarship or is that for you to put towards your project? To put toward the project. It's a grant for me to use. Yeah. That's really cool. It is cool. Uh, go ahead. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, how many, do you know how many people applied for this or? Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. I'm guessing it was all virtual online or is it always that way is there ever in in person that you know of or i don't know how much you know about because you said it's open to juniors correct Mm -hmm. i don't know how they would have done in the past but i do know in june i'll be going down there for a weekend to partake in a banquet and uh, oh good so you actually get to go Mm -hmm. oh cool that's that is yeah there's a lot of the people we've had on that have gotten awards and stuff that uh it's a virtual this year we're Mm -hmm. supposed to go to washington dc or we're supposed to go and where are you headed then? Uh, West Branch. West Branch. So okay. not too far, yeah. No, I, I just drove by that place last week. But the cool thing about this was I was looking just, I was looking at 2020 and the type of, you're going up against students from all over Iowa uh, that may have some resources that we don't necessarily have here in Dyke, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I was just amazed that you had so many people from like West Des Moines and things like that, that in 2020 anyways. So this is just a really cool thing um, thing for you to be involved with. So what is your project? So I'll be starting a almost like a digital communications uh, club almost. Um, I hope to put together a group of students from about fifth grade to high school um, to create little mini documentary episodes almost of important Iowans, whether it be through history or motivational stories. It's a little something put Iowa back in the spotlight to show that we're not all completely agriculture, that we have things from arts, business, other things too. That's a really cool idea, just to showcase Iowa. Exactly, yeah. And that's kind of what this is about, Herbert Herbert Hoover. That's why they even have this museum, is just to keep him and his accomplishments in Iowa in the spotlight. That's kind of what I've noticed when I was doing some research on Mm -hmm. the website. Is that Sound correct? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Good. Do they give you for your uh, project other ramifications with this, or is it completely outside the box? You can do whatever you pitch, whatever you want. You do have to have volunteers. So I am actually working with an author named Lisa N- uh, Napoli. I hope I pronounced that right. And a couple um, history professors who I've gotten contact with. They've mentored me for History Day and stuff like that. So I need the volunteers, leaders who help me with this, um, student volunteers, and have some community participation. Awesome. So do you, like, are you looking for anyone to volunteer, or is it open for people to, like, get a hold of you? Yeah. Um, Contact me, email me if you have any ideas. But I do have to wait a little while um, to see how things are going to spread out. I won't get the money until like October, until I give a formal presentation over how it's going to look, how I'm setting it up. So, yeah. Well, you know, stay in contact with us. We'll do the best we can to promote that 
from here. Thank you. And put it on Twitter and things right. like and that. W- and we could even maybe showcase Iowa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could be a part of this. <laughs> we could be a part Do of it, your. Yes. We could be a part of ourselves. your project. <laughs> Not that you'd want us. You, have oh, you no. listened to the podcast? Before? I do. Yeah. Oh, do you okay. Really? Awesome. Okay. I thought for sure that was going to be a. Yeah, I did too. Like, like <laughs> nah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I can I find. To I can one. find other people for the project. <laughs> I'll, I'll get in touch with you. Yeah. How about you guys just lose my email and no. So. And again, I looked at this for quite some time and the requirements for this project, they are intense Mm -hmm. there. You just don't get to toss something out there. And the overview that you just gave us, it sounds, you know, really awesome. That couldn't have been just everything that you prepared because this was a tough list of requirements Mm -hmm. to meet. Was there any requirement or condition um, that was harder for you to work around than others? I'm going to say not too much. I kind of went in, I looked through the requirements, what do I want to do? And I kind of just sat down and thought it through for a while. I wouldn't say that it was any part was too hard. Okay. So uh, there are a lot though. There were like Mm -hmm. 10 things right away that you had to to fall within. 10 things you got to hit here to project. Similar to history day, um, but it's, it's, almost just entirely focused on Iowa. And yes. then that's what it is a cool part of this too. So do you have, is there a sponsor here at DNH or are you r- running this solo? Is there any, I mean, any resources here within the school? So far solo, but I've been talking to Mr. Stockdale, Miss Nicholson and Stockdale said that help any way he can. So, okay. Yeah. And so did you go out on your own to find this? Yes. No. Miss um, Nicholson uh, kind of shared it on our tag classroom. Okay. And reached out saying, "Hey, anybody want to try this?" So I was like, "I'll give it a shot." Yeah. And it's working. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes! This will. And you. So, if this goes well, this podcast goes well, we're going to have to have you back on because you said, "I mean, this is actually really going to happen." Yes. You just got to wait for that money to kick in, and then. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see this little. I really do. This we would like to follow yeah, up I'd with like you on this. I'd like to see how and, this all comes out. Uh, just the project in general is cool, especially right now with uh, COVID and everybody being required to have some type of online presence right now. And digital communication is of utmost importance. So I think this is going to be a really neat way for you to put yourself out there, get yourself out on the map. So very Thanks. nice. I think it's it, – it'll be – I'm trying to picture this in my head, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time grasping. So, what what's the what's the next step once you get the money? The f- next one will be purchasing uh, the technology. So we're going to need cameras, microphones, and then starting up some social medias with the team of the students who want to volunteer for this. Um, and then outreaching to the community to share stories or individuals that they would like to be featured on the YouTube or anything else that we plan on doing. That's neat. <laughs> That'll be cool. It's going to be very Iowa-centric mm-hmm. almost. So are you trying to stay somewhere in around Dyke, or are you looking all over the, the map? Statewide. Over yep. statewide. That is cool. Um, and you're going to have people, I think, that would definitely – Miss Nicholson will be able to help you out and with other tag classes. and. Yeah, there should be some pretty good connections out there. Yeah. And Stockdale. I mean, I, that guy knows everybody. You should be able to help out. You do too. I don't know if I know everybody, but uh, you know, like nine out of ten people. I do. D- did you work on this? Were you in the school setting? Was this a hundred percent outside of school? A little bit of both? I mean, you're also a student, so you've yeah. got other things to take care of as well. Pretty much, it took me about a week to fill out to sit down and figure it out outside of school. Um, just went home, uh, wrote down what I had to hit, figure it out. And submitted it. So, <laughs> wow, that, that's really cool. And just for those of you who don't know, Alana, probably one of the politest, most driven students that I've had. And I remember in eighth grade history day, um, you had a phenomenal project as well. So this is just right up your alley. <laughs> this is kind of your thing. And so, speaking of that. Um, what are your plans moving forward? You're a junior now. If you win this thing or if you're one of the four selected, um, you're going to get a $10,000 scholarship. Yes. Uh, college, trade school, what What are you thinking? ISU Hospitality Management. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I know you've what got, I'm doing. All right. 
hospitality management. Well, what, what does that entail? So anyway, I'm not completely sure which path I'll take, but that's going to be hotels, restaurants, um, retreat centers. So anything that has to do with people, really. Okay. Just to be out there and talking to people. Yes. That's cool. That is, and you are, again, one of the politest pr- right. people I know. So, <laughs> all right, it's time for the random question of the day, Alana. Are you Ooh, ready? Yes. Okay. Alana, do you have a favorite word? I'm going to have to go with onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> I like onomatopoeia. it. Onomatopoeia. Not so much the, what it means, but I like the way you say it. Just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> rolls off the tongue. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. You, Travis, do you have a favorite word? I do have one. Um, I was going to use it as my password because you know, you're supposed to change them every once in a while. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, please don't uh, try to hack into my stuff because uh, at some point it is not my password now. No, right now it's one, two, three, four. It, that's the same thing that's on my luggage. Ah, Spaceballs, I like it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, my the favorite word I like is abracadabra. Really? Yeah. And for the same reasons. Just kind of rolls off the tongue. Oh, abracadabra. All right. Okay. Um, How about you? That's int- well, you- just I've I've re-listened to some of the podcasts, and one thing that I will say right now is definitely the word that I use the most is awesome. I don't I, do. I sound dumb when I say it. And when I listen to myself on the podcast, I'm like, <laughs> God, I sound so stupid when I say that all the mm-hmm. time. But it's just a knee-jerk reaction. You just it it slips out. I don't even know why, but that's how it works, I guess. When I listen to my students, my students give speeches tomorrow, and I'm I'm kind of nervous to sit here how many times I'm going to hear the um, um, uh, um. And Justin Fields the other day when he gave his uh, press conference, you know, he kept saying, you know, you know I, I want to work hard, you know, and you know, uh, but I liked it. I know a lot of people say like, yeah, that's like one another that one of those nuts too. Yeah, but well, I like I like ours. Yeah, you guys did a nice job, abracadabra and onomatopoeia, and I said awesome. So oh, that's good. Got that going <laughs> for me. All right, uh, Alana Corwin, thank you so much and congratulations. Thank you. This is a, a yeah, very very cool, very cool honor, and best of luck moving forward. Yeah, we'll be excited to hear the update. And you know, karma, karma, karma's good here on the uh, Loose Change podcast. Yep. So. All right, we want you to follow up with us, and we're going to let you go from there, okay? All righty, thank you. All right, Wolverines. We had three great interviews tonight, but I think it's time for us to start wrapping things up. Um, first pitch tonight is going to go out to um, our local teachers here at Dyke New Hartford, and not only Dyke New Hartford, but anywhere. Um, it is Teacher Appreciation Week, and the job that you do is incredibly underrated, and uh, it's a tough job. It really is, and you guys have rocked it all year. Um it's been a tough year. Uh, yeah, to say the least. It's been one I think everybody will remember. This is one that I think a lot of people are going to go, and summer break's going to be kind of to hit the reset button a little bit. And I know a lot of people are like, you guys just had a huge long break for COVID, but that was not a break for COVID. You know, you are you have kids online that you're trying to get a – plus this year um, the stress level was a little higher. Yeah, most years. And, I, and I think there was even more uh, put on the plates of teachers, you know, with online learners and trying to, you know, keep those guys up to speed and, you know, meeting with that that uh, teacher or that instructional coach that was in charge of those, you know, online learners. And then you had kids that were gone with COVID or, you know, symptoms or, you know, the close contact. So they're gone for a few days and then they show back up. And I, I can't imagine you know, having, you know, if there was ever a week of I had every student, you know, that had to be yeah, few it, and far it, between. I don't think I had a, ever a week where I had, but I know I it, when I had all students for one class, not for just right, a day, right. 
uh, it was it was a pretty amazing feat. Um, so again, local teachers, Iowa teachers, you guys have have done a ton of work to to keep the kids um, healthy, to keep them learning. Congratulations on a on a tough school year wrapping up here. Um, couldn't yeah. do it without you guys. And we were, and I don't, I don't have a stat, but I feel like we were one of the few state of Iowa that started with kids. You know, because some are just now going back either after spring break or even April, you know, and you, you saw some stuff on national news, how, you know, how to keep the school safe when, you know, coming back and, uh, you know, everybody in Iowa is like, hello, we, we've done it from day one. Yeah. And we you have know? had some, some, we had some teachers who, who became, you know, pretty sick and uh-huh. they hung in there. They, they, they put themselves out there on the line. So yeah, just, this had to be an easy year for an older teacher to say, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm out. Right. You know, or it'll be interesting, I guess, maybe to see, you know, how many, you know, this this is it. This took a toll because it did. I mean, it was tough on, on everybody, you know, especially, you know, a veteran teacher. And, you know, technology was in the forefront <laughs> prevalent this year out of any year, yeah. you know. And so. I, I, I think of two groups here. I think of um, your veteran teachers, your extremely veteran teachers who mm-hmm. were kind of wrapping their career up. And then I also think of the the teachers who are entering the field right. for the fir- their first year, the first year of teaching, second year of teaching, they're the hardest years you are ever going to face. And then to, to do it yeah. this year would be just, uh, it'd be tough. So. Yep. I agree with you as good first pitch there for a teacher appreciation week, Tad. All right. Um, Want to thank our guest tonight, Travis? Uh, we're going to thank Jillian uh, Buter. She was on talking about golf, and uh, Taylor Kowali was on here doing a little softball with a little uh, track in there. And then uh, Alana Corwin came in and talked about her amazing award she got for the Herbert Hoover Uncommon Student Award and the project that she's putting together. Um, good group. It was fun. It really, it just doing this, we've had a lot of great people, whether it's teachers, students, staff. Um, and as always, learning something new. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Every time. All right, folks. That does it for us here at the studio. Can't wait to get rocking next week. And we're going to let you go from DNH Loose Change.